Pickaxe. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hello. Hello, everybody. And welcome to Kirsty and Briony's Comfort Zone. I am Kirsty. I am Briony. And we're gonna, gonna listen to some dreams and work out what's going on. <laughs> it's been a little while. It's Happy been New so Year, long. everyone. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. We took a little break after Christmas, um, but that was oh my god, that was last year. <laughs> no, that was we haven't recorded a couple so since ago. last year. Oh my god. <laughs> Oh, how was your new year? It's been pretty good. I was ill for most of it. I'm finally getting over it now. But yeah, I got sick uh, in mid-December and it's only just started going away. Which has been a bit Yeah, you sort of got like ill and then it went a little bit and then it just came back again, didn't it? Yep, it came back with a vengeance. Stinky. Um, Stinky. What about you? Uh, I was also ill <laughs> for the yeah. new year. I um, I got a little cold from seeing... I, I assume it was just from seeing my two-year-old nephew over Christmas. And I yeah. think children are like little germ sponges, bless they them. They are. I feel germs. like you, you build up an immunity if you live with one. But because I've not seen him for a while, it was... um My defences were lowered. Oh, <laughs> he managed no. to... Yeah, we, well, we had like a, a nibbly meal together, and you know the way that children will just like put their entire hand into a bowl instead yeah. of just taking what they need. So I think it was just, I think it was that. It was the snacks. Yeah, it. probably it was the snacks. My oh, love no. of snacks took me down. So literally on like New Year's Eve, within about five minutes of the New Year. <laughs> I burst into tears because I felt so, like, ill. I was just oh, like, <laughs> this no. isn't how I wanted to start the new year. I'm so oh. bunged up at ill. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bless. But I've got it out my system now. I've, I, I've just used up all of my um my sad quota early on in the year. So uh, I'm going to be yeah, fine for the rest just of the year. Happy for the rest of the year. That's, it. That's the way to do it, honestly. <laughs> that is the way to do it. Well, another bonus of uh, me being sick, anyway, was that my dreams are now fever dreams. Yay! Yay! So they're going to be pretty wild, and I don't remember anything about them. It's uh, all content, baby. Yeah, all content. There's me. I was just, like, dying in bed. Woke up, and I was like, Oh, damn, that's pretty good. I better record that for a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I've been having some quite wild dreams recently. Just like big dreams. Like a lot. I don't really remember them. But you know when you wake up and you're like, a lot happened. And I did. So the recording I've got today, Mm. um, I have no memory of what happened in it. But it's over four minutes long. So a lot. Either that or nothing happened. And it's a four minute recording of me going, so um, um, that's a dream. (laughs) That sounds pretty (laughs) standard, honestly. <laughs> I um don't remember anything about mine. I but no, I I had that. I had that last night where I just I I think I had a lot of dreams, but I don't remember anything about them. I woke up and I, I was like, had... I think I had a dream, but I don't know. I had a dream last night that I was on the next episode of Taskbox. 
Oh. I remember thinking、uh, it was something like you had to go down this slide that was pretty much like vertical, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, this does not feel safe." It was. I think it was leftover feelings from. Did you ever go to? Oh, what was it called? There was this like. It might have been near Stevenage. It's somewhere in Hertfordshire. I think I know exactly what you're talking about. It was like the rainbow slide, and it was terrifying.、Thing. I、yeah. don't know about a rainbow, but I remember having recurring dreams as a kid about that slide. But it was yellow, and it was vertical. It was literally a vertical. Oh yeah,、drop. no, it is yellow. I think you're right. I think I remember it as being red, but no, yeah, it is yellow, it, and and it's pretty much just you just drop, and then at、yeah. the end it sort of goes like wee, but the main part of it is just terrifying. Oh、and、my I think god, that just came back. I can't back believe to... we both remember that. That's so funny. <laughs> it's the fact that I didn't even need to say the name of the place, and you're like, like、yep. the slide, <laughs> the slide, the vertical slide that I used to have nightmares about. Yep. <laughs> so for some reason, like. However many years it's been since I've been there, like over twenty years, that slide just came back to get me.、Um, <laughs> but it was like a task box thing that you had to choose a jar of cheese, and then you had to go down the slide, and then you had to either choose to go back up it again or carry on down like rapids. And、right. I, I was teamed up with Ozzy because I think you had to team up with someone else who had been in the previous episode, and we were trying to decide what to do, and um. But then the dream, I, like I remember having this panic halfway through the dream of like thinking, I've not done anything to my face, and they always do like really close up shots of people in this, and I'm just going to look hideous. And then I went off to I like went to paint my first mini at this company. It was sort of like the、um, Ardman stream,、mm-hmm. but it was painting minis, and I, I was really proud of myself for painting a mini for the first time. Aww. <laughs> So that's what my dreams have been like—just lots of stuff that I'm just sort of like, I have no idea what any of this means. Yeah, just lots of random stuff. Yeah, mine might have just been、out. disappearing as soon as I wake up recently, but hopefully they start to come back to me soon. I but, had a really、yeah. mean dream a few days mean ago. Mean dream. Yeah, I had a dream that I、um, managed to overcome my. Aphantasia, and I could imagine things, and I woke up thinking it was real. I was like, "Oh my gosh, I've just had a breakthrough. I can imagine stuff now." And then I was like, "I'm going to imagine、oh. something." I was like, "Nope." Oh no! <laughs> oh, pray. <laughs> But it was. I had the dream on that real like cusp of waking up when it feels extra real. Yeah. But it's so like I'm still so confused by the fact that I have such, like. Vivid dreams, and I know that I'm like to the point where sometimes I think they've actually happened. So I must be picturing them so well. And then what is it that just it, it just it like blocks them the day out off when、yeah. I wake up? It's just like nah, <laughs> nah. That's yeah. That's so strange. Like, is it always been the same as well? Like as far as you can remember, I think、Not、so. Yeah, because I just always thought that that was the norm until I until I found out. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's so strange. strange. It, it it makes me. I always wonder as well, like if there's like a scale to aphantasia, like because you know you see those things where it's like picture the apple and how do you picture it? One to six, like no、yeah. apple or an outline, blah blah blah. And I'm like, where do I sit on the scale? I don't know. It's just very interesting. It's very interesting. Shall we take a little dive into your? Dreams. I don't know. I'm saying this in such a villainous way. <laughs> Take a dive into your dreams. Yes, let's do it. Um, I have two dreams today, and you have one, so we could make a little dream sandwich. Oh, that sounds lovely. I'd love to be the filling of your delicious lovely bread. Oh, <laughs> the dream. Okay.、Nestle、well,、in. let's have a little listen to my first dream, which is titled Kettle. I got a new yeah, phone, and well,、Ooh. see, I didn't do this. Uh, basically, do you remember when we recorded with Simon Clark, Doctor Simon? Oh yeah. And his phone had named them based on what he'd said a lot in the dream. So now my new phone, I've discovered, also does that. So today we have kettle and gate. Um, I know what the kettle dream is, but I don't know what gate is. So we'll see. Whereas I've just got 
Sixth Jan. Sixth Jan. (laughs) (laughs) So these were recorded, uh, I think, I want to say like the 12th of December. So it was in literally when I was in the middle of fever time. I, I had a fever and I was very sick. So I'm probably going to sound very sick on the recordings too. I've not listened to them back. <laughs> oh, so we have to take ourselves back to like, you know, Jingle Jam is still happening. The build up to Christmas. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The it's, You get yourself in that mindset. But alas, you are ill. <laughs> I am ill and I have had a dream. Let it's us set listen the scene. and see what has occurred. Hello. Um... Okay, so I've been ill lately. I'm still ill, but I don't have a fever anymore. But when I did have a fever, I had a dream that I was in my bedroom at my parents' old place. And my old desk from when I was a kid was still there, my old computer desk. And it had a kettle on it. Um, And... Every time the kettle downstairs in the kitchen was turned on, the one on my desk would also turn on and start trying to boil. And I was like, no, no, you need to stop. This is dangerous. What if you're full of water? You'll boil over. Kettle. Um, and I was... So this kept happening while I was trying to sort out my room. I was like trying to move my room around. And then somebody would turn on the kettle, and I was like, for God's sake. So I have to turn off the kettle. Um, And then I'd go back to trying to sort out my room. So I was trying to sort out where my TV was, and where all my clothes and stuff were, where my bed was, where my GameCube was. Then the kettle would turn, and I'd be like, no, kettle, stop. And eventually I got annoyed, so I picked up the kettle, and I took it downstairs where my parents were prepping dinner and I put it on the kitchen side and I was like I can't keep this kettle anymore every time you try and boil the kettle it starts boiling it's probably haunted it's probably got a ghost in it and this ghost will not stop he just keeps boiling and the kettle just sort of slumped over in shame he was so sad and I felt so bad for him I thought I'm sorry kettle but you're a liability we gotta throw you away and then my parents made dinner, and it was nice, but I can't remember what it was. Um, and that, that's all I remember. The end. Oh, <laughs> Poor little kettle. It's Poor just kettle. trying to help. Imagine them slumping over, like, um, oh, who's the, like, Mrs. Potts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's he like, was, oh. <laughs> he was trying his best, but he was just being a danger. And I had to get rid of him. <laughs> oh. I felt very bad. So, during that, I looked up Kettle in the dream book, thinking, Kettle's not going to be in there. Of all the things that aren't in there, like, why would Kettle be in there? But it actually has three different parts for Kettle. Oh, excellent. What does it say? So, it says... Because a kettle is such a mundane, everyday object, to dream of one indicates our more practical, pragmatic side. If the kettle is unusual, such as an old-fashioned copper kettle, it denotes outworn but still appreciated beliefs. But then it also says, A kettle kettle is often taken to symbolise transformation and change. To dream of one in this context suggests that we need to accelerate a process of learning and growth. So I guess could that be to do with your parents having moved? But then why would you want to accelerate that? That's already happened. Or maybe I want to accelerate not having a fever. <laughs> it also says a kettle by way of association with a cauldron can symbolize magic and magical Ooh. forces working for the greater good. The greater good. So you're like a modern day witch who, instead of having a big cauldron, just just boils the kettle. kettle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, yeah, yeah, that's pretty accurate. <laughs> I think that's the most uh, most accurate thing you've ever said. Uh, I am just a a witch with a kettle. Just that's a practical modern day practical. tea witch. I'm a big old tea witch. Maybe coffee if I fancy it. 
Oh, the magical beans. <laughs> the magic beans. I seem to remember doing other stuff in my bedroom in that dream, but maybe it was a different dream or a dream that surrounded this dream. But I, I seem to remember being in my bedroom with this kettle going off on the desk. Um, but I was also like every now and then I was on my computer or I think I had like hair straighteners plugged in near my TV. Ooh. And at one point they were left on and I was like, oh, don't leave them on. That's dangerous. Got to turn them off. Um, and I just remember like little tidbits from around my bedroom. I think at one point there was something on my bedside cabinet, like food maybe. Yeah. I, I seem to remember having a fridge. Also, like I had a kettle and a fridge and there was food that I had to put away or something like that. There was just lots of random bits in the dream that I didn't quite remember. Um, I wonder the kettle if was the star of the show. The thing that you want to accelerate is, have you been meaning to have a tidy up? Oh God, always. So maybe it's that. Maybe, maybe the kettle is like the boiling point at which the tidiness needs to come into effect. I can't think what I'm trying to do you know what I mean like <laughs> I know what you mean a, yeah, yeah I know what you mean <laughs> just the I, I, are I, in the wrong order <laughs> I think I came home around that time so I I probably had these dreams well I might have had the dreams in Bristol and then came back and recorded them but I was at home or due to come home and my flat definitely needed a clean <laughs> <laughs> I get so. that with like my like my room will get or my desk usually will get like messier and messier and you sort of just keep on adding to it and you're just like oh it's fine it's fine and then you just reach that point of like today's the day that I mm -hmm. tackle this and maybe yeah. that's what the boiling kettle was symbolizing that you were getting to that point of like this is we're, we're doing this now where I'm gonna start tidying this stuff up got to tidy everything up. Get that kettle out of here. But then he got sad. Oh. Oh. Poor kettle. <laughs> he was trying his best. Poor but he was kettle. dangerous. Every time somebody boiled the kettle downstairs, he was like, oh, I'm going to boil too. And then he was sputtering water everywhere because he was like too full up, which probably was my fault. And oh, it, was, it was a disaster. It was a disaster. Nothing to be done other than moving the kettle downstairs. I've sometimes been tempted to get a kettle and a mini fridge and a toaster <laughs> in the computer room, but I know that that would just make me really lazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but just the idea of um, having like a mini fridge like behind your computer, it's just such Yeah. Luxury. I used to have a mini fridge in my bedroom at my parents. Um, and when I moved... They were like, oh, do you want to take the mini fridge? And I was like, well, not really, because I have a kitchen that's right here. And people on, on stream have been like, oh, you should get a mini fridge to put your Coke in. And I'm like, my kitchen is behind me. It's literally like <laughs> 10 steps away. I'm not going to get a mini fridge. <laughs> oh, dear. Even so, I do still not put Coke in the fridge because I don't want to walk to it. But that's besides the point. <laughs> I think there's just something so like, like, I don't know, like a mini fridge for me symbolizes like, just, it just seems so fancy. I guess because the only time I ever really come into contact with them is if you ever see one in a hotel and you're like, you can't touch anything from this because. Yeah, I know what you mean. So like, they expensive. are, they are kind of fancy. I And I guess because like growing up, anytime there was a film like big or whatever where a child got suddenly got to like or a childlike character suddenly got to design their dream house there would always be a mini fridge yeah or home alone when he goes to the plaza hotel and he's got a mini fridge in the room it's like oh wow it's yeah. got a mini fridge it's pretty cool <laughs> mini fridges were always like something that you wanted as a kid for some reason I think for our generation like do you remember those little fridges that held like two cans of Coke? And yeah. they, they were just like, oh yeah, I, I can't get like a proper mini fridge, so we'll just get this and hope for the best. And they were really rubbish. 
I guess but then there were the cool kid. mini fridges. You want your like it's like a tiny bit of independence, isn't it? Yes, because exactly. I guess if you grow up and your money isn't really your own because you're only getting like a bit of pocket money and the food isn't really yours and so the idea of having like a fridge that is stuff all you yours. don't have to share, it's all yours. Your mm-hmm. like can of pop or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> it's exciting. It is exciting. I mean and, and like I said, I had a mini fridge um when I lived at home, probably not as a child. I probably got it when I was about like 21 or something. But it was great. You know, uh, it was all my <laughs> stuff. I would put my sweets in there. I would put, I would buy like Diet Coke in bulk and I would fill the whole thing up. You could put like 30 cans in there. I'd be like, hell yeah. Oh my this gosh. is my fridge. <laughs> <laughs> Kirsty's fridge. <laughs> this is my hydration station. It was I think great. For me, just the idea of having like, cold water i know that sounds yeah i know what you mean like having just cold water like near you not having to run to a tap or anything yeah yeah like that's that's what it was great for man fridges not what a good event like um what you call it like do they take a lot of yeah they don't seem very energy efficient no i don't think they are not particularly but they're so cute uh Another reason why I didn't want it here. Yeah. Where I'm going to be paying the bills. <laughs> <laughs> oh my yeah, gosh, I just sure found this thing. It costs, what, can. £231. But yeah. it's like a um, mini fridge that looks like a Coca-Cola vending machine. So it fits what? like six cans in. And then they... I guess they drop down and just make them really fizzy. Oh my god. <laughs> send it to me, send it to me. That is such a luxury. Uh it reminds me of I think we've talked about these before. You know the uh the Cadbury yes, mini the, the chocolate Cadbury vending chocolate machines things that would cost like ten P and then you could just mm-hmm. take the money out again anyway. <laughs> oh my god, Coca-Cola vending machine. It's £230 and it can hold six cans? Are you kidding me? Wait, no, ten cans, it says. That's that's still nothing. That's so bad. Oh, I guess is there like a row behind that row? There must be, yeah. That's ten cans, though. That's nothing. What a waste of money. That is the sort of thing that someone would have in a film like Big, where they've just spent yeah. all of their money on absolute nonsense. Definitely. <laughs> Definitely. There'd be like a pinball machine with that next to it. <laughs> I remember when we first moved, well, we were first looking to move into this house and Alex really wanted one of those, you know, the Smeg fridges, the like really yes. fancy retro ones. Mm-hmm. He really wanted one of those. And I was like, you're basically just paying three times more for a fridge that doesn't actually have that practical space. You're just paying for how the front of it looks. And we went to, um, there's this place in Bristol called Totterdown. And every year in November, they have an arts trail where people basically invite you into their house. There'd be like a map of Totterdown. And if it has a flag outside, it means an artist lives there and and you go in and you see their stuff. And we went into this, um, you should come around it next year. It is really cool. the first year we went was we went was actually the year that we were looking for we were looking to move house so we sort of also used it to size up the houses in the area. <laughs> but I remember going into the house of this um painter and he had like all his paintings on the wall and everything and it was all through his living room and kitchen and we walked in and Alex goes, "Oh," and I was like, "Oh, have you seen something you liked?" And then I looked I like followed his gaze and basically the guy had a smeg fridge and I was like, <laughs> "Okay." <laughs> Okay. <laughs> You're just eyeing up this man's kitchen. <laughs> you don't actually like his work. Just having a look at his fridge. Just like, yeah, look at that. Look at that fridge. <laughs> to be fair, they look like very nice fridges, but they are too expensive. They are far too expensive. Also, Smeg. Yeah. It's not the best of names. <laughs> no, it's not the best. They look great. <laughs> I feel like they also have that, like, tiny freezer compartment as well where you can't really fit mm-hmm. much in yeah 
we were sort of saved by the fact that the people in this house previously couldn't be bothered to move their fridge, so we just inherited theirs, and it's actually oh, like nice. a pretty decent fridge and freezer, so See, my we didn't fridge... have to uh, buy a smeg. <laughs> <laughs> my fridge is built in to like, the cabinets and stuff, um, so if I have to replace it, it'll be a pain in the bum. Uh, and also, it's very uh, eager. It likes to be too cold and it freezes everything it freezes is it like everything if you have stuff like slightly too far back it just turns into an ice well yeah that was the issue originally but now it's just whatever it fancies because (laughs) i think like the something in it's dead or broken and i'm probably gonna need a new fridge but i'm just ignoring the issue for now but yeah no i put um i put some apples in there and I went to eat one. And I was, and you know when they're all like furry because they've been frozen, like that weird frozen texture of fruit. And I was like, oh, my yeah. apples have been frozen. And then I came to Bristol one week, um, and I forgot to throw my milk out before I left. And when I got home, it was rock solid. Oh my god! <laughs> the fridge had just frozen it, and it was still perfectly fine because it had been frozen. I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, I mean, great, but. But not great. That's, that's bad. Fridge is oh, just dude. taking initiative. It is, yeah. <laughs> and every now and then there'll be like puddles at the bottom of the fridge that have just frozen. So it's like a little ice rink. Oh my god, my fridge is a disaster. Aww. Maybe you've got me started your, now. Your dream kettle fridge. was trying to teach you. Yeah, it was like you know, I'm doing my job unlike the fridge. The um light <sighs> in our fridge died months ago, and I keep forgetting it because. You're like, open the fridge, but you only open the fridge because you're in the middle of doing something. So mm. I'll open it and be like, oh yeah, and then I'll forget. And yeah, it's just gone yeah, on literally. for ages now. <laughs> yep. I'm so bad for that. I'm so, so bad for that. I would I would not remember at all. It's like I was saying on stream, um, I heard a tip about, do, do you ever find that you buy vegetables and you forget they're there and then they go yes. off? Yeah. So I saw a tip on Instagram. It was like ADHD Instagram because it keeps recommending that to me for some reason. For some <laughs> for reason. Some reason. <laughs> um, and it said, if you use your vegetable drawer for like condiments, like ketchup and barbecue sauce and stuff, then put your vegetables somewhere you can see them, then you'll find that you use your vegetables more and the condiments won't go forgotten because you go to the fridge for them when you want yeah. to use them. You don't just go to the fridge, oh, I fancy a bit of ketchup. Like, So I've moved all of my condiments into a vegetable drawer and honestly, it is the most I've opened the vegetable drawers ever. Ooh. <laughs> ever. <laughs> and the veg is all like in the door. To be fair, I have still forgotten about the veg, but that's mainly because I don't want to eat it. Um, but I do <laughs> see it when I open the fridge now and I think, oh, I need to eat that, but then I don't. Yeah, but yeah, it's it's a pretty good tip, honestly. It's a bit weird, but it 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 works. It works pretty well. We've tried to have a system where we got a blackboard in the kitchen now, and when we do the shopping, we write on the blackboard all the meals that we can make from it, mm-hmm. so that because we used to do the thing of being like, oh, what should we have? Oh, I don't know. Oh, let's look in the fridge. What have we got? So now we can look at the board and be like, we're gonna do that one, and then that sort of gets stuff used up a bit more. That's a good idea. But I wanted it's to one of those little, things that does fall apart quite easily if you forget to write it one week yeah. and then the, the whole system crumbles. And then you've just got like a blackboard there and, and mouldy has nothing on it. And food, <laughs> yeah. so I, I, I have a whiteboard in my kitchen, just a little one, and I brought it in there because I was like, right, I'm going to put this somewhere and I'm going to write down all like the veg and stuff I have in the fridge that I'd forget about. And because my fridge is part of like the the cupboards and stuff it doesn't have a, a metal door well it does but it's covered by like plastic yeah. so i can't put the whiteboard on it because it's got oh, magnets no. so i'm gonna have to like stick it up there somehow so now i just have a random whiteboard in my kitchen like on the side and it's been there for ages and <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, it's just all these issues man i don't how do i survive as an adult i don't know <laughs> what we should do is because you know you get the mini fridges with like the clear front doors instead of having one big fridge just a stack of three mini fridges you can always just see what you have (laughs) yes you can also get big fridges that have like 
a glass door or, or the oh, big screens yeah. and you tap them and it and it shows you what's inside. Wow. Oh my I gosh, like yeah. Trot has that fridge. Okay, I've talked enough really? about Trot's toilet. He, I've now not even begun fridge. on his fridge. Like, honestly, the fridge is amazing. It has like a double door. So like you can either open it and get to just the front section where you put like your juice bottles and stuff or you can pull the handle fully and it opens both doors. So it's like a, a door and a door. So there's like two layers of fridge inside one fridge. I'm not very mm-hmm. good at explaining this. And it also does the thing where you can just like, if you knock on it, the light comes on and you can just see inside. And oh my gosh, it's so good. And um, that that's not even getting me started on the freezer with its fancy ice maker and all of this stuff. It's, it's really good. <laughs> it's really good. Honestly, just, I reckon if anyone wants, if, if, if anyone's in the area, just go around trots. It's really good there. <laughs> Yeah, there's lovely. a dog a there's fridge. a cat nice toilet <laughs> i'm gonna move in <laughs> i got in trot's car the other day actually this reminds me i was having a bit of like um basically i got a lift to the vet and then uh from lovely kim and then kim's car broke down in the car park because the battery died so i had to get i had to call up trot and be like can you come up i wouldn't like i would have sat with kim if i didn't have the bunnies with me i needed to get them home and I was like, oh, do you mind giving me a lift home? And he was like, yeah, sure. And I got in the car and it'd been like five minutes. And I was like, Trot, do you have heated seats or have I just peeped myself? <laughs> he was like, we've got heated seats. Don't worry. I was like, oh, thank God. Thank you. Because <laughs> my seat was just getting warmer and warmer. And I was like, have I just lost control because of oh the stressful situation? So <laughs> I like, oh just checking. <laughs> I find heated seats can be quite disconcerting sometimes. Yeah, no, I agree. They absolutely are. They 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 can be super disconcerting. It, it's it's <laughs> like when you go to the toilet and someone's just been on it and you sit down and the seat is still warm. And you're like, ugh. <laughs> yeah, because I had that the first time I ever used Trot's toilet was I was like, the seat's warm. Was How long was the person before on this floor? And then I was like, oh, no, it's got a heated seat. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Technology. So wondrous. <laughs> I reckon Technology. that future fridges will have a thing. In fact, this probably is a thing now if you live in like Silicon Valley or whatever. But I reckon future fridges will have a thing that as you put the food in, it like scans the best before date or something and it warns yeah. you like your asparagus is going to go off today or something and like tells you to use it, I reckon. That would be perfect. I would love that. That's where because someone invent that heading. now. Yeah, you, you you shouldn't be saying this on the podcast. You should just patent it and then go. You know, run away with the idea. Get it done. The Silicon Valley. What would be a good? What's a good pun name for a fridge that tracks your dates? Date fridge. Fridge. Date fridge. Best fridge before. date. date. Best, best now. Best fridge. Um, <laughs> best. Uh, Fridge. We'll work on it. We'll work. <laughs> we'll work on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, 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 we we'll should have a podcast later. where we talk about fridges, and it could be called Refrigerator. <laughs> oh my god! Yes, yes. Oh, that's the next one. Line it up. Line it up. Perfect. Have you ever seen that subreddit where people take photos of their fridges, and then you have to guess everything about their personality? No. <laughs> so you just post like a picture of your fridge, and then people will try and guess like your gender your job your age your relationship what? status people will be like what? oh well i can like i think it's called something like fridge detectives or something like that oh and my god i'm gonna people go will be it. like i can tell that you must work a um standard nine till five because you can tell that you have pre-prepared your lunch tomorrow and it's all stuff like that people get so into it it's very it. strange <laughs> What do you think people would say to you if they saw your fridge? I think that my fridge, they would just think that I'm an absolute degenerate. <laughs> and they would be right. <laughs> yeah, like pretty much. I mean, what have I got in there at the moment? I've got lots of like preserves and pickles and stuff on the bottom shelf that I've forgotten about. I have some tortilla wraps on the top shelf, which have probably gone past their sell-by date. Um, I have a carton of eggs and a big bag of cheese um, and loads of vegetables in the drawer on the left. <laughs> Not in the drawer, in the door. 
and then loads of condiments in the drawer at the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> this person clearly mess. thinks that ketchup is a vegetable. <laughs> You should oh make an God. account and post a picture of your fridge and see if they can I don't, suss you I, out. I, I'm, I think they just judge me, honestly. I don't know if I should. How brutal are they? Is it like roast me? I yeah, don't think see. they're that brutal. I think they tend to be... I mean, it takes a certain kind of personality to be on Fridge Detective subreddit. So I think they are very just like matter of fact, I don't think. Which I guess maybe that's worse. <laughs> if they're just like, I know for a fact <laughs> that you're falling apart at the seams. <laughs> I'm not judging it. I'm just spitting truth. <laughs> okay, one of the comments is, you're a mum and you're a little overwhelmed this week. This is like okay, the modern yeah, no, day pretty, like, tea leaf nice, reading. Actually, these comments. It is, yeah. Just show me a picture of your fridge. I'll tell you everything that's going on. It's like that woman who used to get people to poo in Tupperware and tell you what's going on with your colon. Oh, God, what was her name? The one that she went on, I'm a celebrity and fainted. And she was on a... lady. Uh, she didn't have any like. Was it someone McKilly? Gillian McKeith. Gillian McKeith. Gillian McKeith. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like Gillian McKeith. That's right. Gillian McKeith. <laughs> Do you want to hear my dream? Now. Let's let's listen to the next dream. <laughs> Got on quite a tangent. We stayed within the realm of kitchen appliances. So True. It wasn't I've too bad. I've now joined Fridge Detective. I might post my fridge and get back to you on what the. <laughs> what Reddit thinks. <laughs> oh, this is going to be a follow-up episode now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right. Let's listen to your dream. Hello and welcome to the Eurogamer Newscast. And this week we're discussing the biggest Xbox leak in history. We're looking ahead to the Switch 2's potential launch lineup. We're asking why there are so many industry layoffs. Or at least that's what I would be saying. If you're listening to the Eurogamer Newscast. Hello, I'm Tom. Eurogamer's editor and host of our weekly discussion podcast where we break down the biggest gaming news stories and share insight from our news reporting team. Head to your favorite podcast app now to listen. Just search Eurogamer Newscast. I had a dream that I suddenly realized that Bristol was actually in America. And I was sat talking to Trot and he had a daughter. I think Helen and his daughter were meant to be American. And I was just talking to him in my parents' kitchen. I was like, do you ever find it strange to realize you're not in England? And he was like, oh, yeah, yeah, it is weird. And then I was somewhere else. I had this, I think I was with Kirsty and this lady and this man came around to deliver some news and we knew that the lady and the man really liked each other. And we were like rooting for them to get together, but they were just like playing really like, they were just too shy. And eventually the woman was like, we persuaded her, we were like, just tell him, just tell him how you feel. But he started just like running around and I managed to catch him and I was like, look, just hear what she has to say. And eventually I was like stood near them <laughs> and it, they were like sharing a moment. And then we were like, I was hugging one of them and then they finally started to have their like first kiss. And I just got squished in the middle and I was like, I really don't need to be part of this. Can I go? Um, but they just kept on hugging me and I was like, okay. And one of them was wearing a woolen coat and it was itchy and I just wanted to be away from it. And then eventually they stopped and I was like, okay, I'm going to get a snack. And Kirsty had been putting snacks on the table, but it was all just boxes full of spiky fruit. Like it was like slices of cactus and stuff. And um, all these just weird spiky things. And then I saw something at the back that didn't look spiky so I reached in and as soon as I touched it I knew it was pickles and I was like oh now my hand smells of pickles and I hate pickles but I knew that Kirsty loves pickles um and then we went somewhere else like 
I was by this massive neon sign and it had this arrow that like it said moth and it was just moving around and pointing at moths and it was actually really like it was really cute but then it got then it changed to say Kelsey Grammar and it was in the middle of these two really high like buildings of flats and everyone was like this is just a publicity stunt Kelsey Grammar isn't here and at one point Will Smith just walked out and no one cared because they were like where's Kelsey and then Kelsey Grammer did walk out and everyone was like oh my gosh um, but then I was sat doing a puzzle with my niece and I she had um, like her younger sister was older and she had done half of it and they'd done it in like stripes and I was like oh look if you just put them together you've both finished the puzzle and then there was something about, I don't know, there was like this weird theme park ride that spun, you had to have two kids on it and it'd spin you around. I think it was meant to be Professor Layton themed or something, but it was also meant to make you feel like a Pokemon. Um, and my niece and nephew wanted to go on it. But then this other family just like walked over, like the kids just immediately climbed up and got on the ride, and I was like, okay, I guess they're going on the ride then. Let's go down the ladder. And we were going down the ladder, and I think that's all I remember. Yeah. The end. Bye-bye. <laughs> I don't know what any of it means. That was wild, dude. There was just so much stuff. So guess much happening. likes pickles. I do like pickles. <laughs> Love pickles. Pickles are so good. <laughs> the thing is, though, it's good to have a friend who doesn't like pickles because you can always have my I pickles. Get all the pickles. Mm. Yeah, I can eat your pickles, pickles baby. Baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh. See, this is the sort of stuff. Like usually, like since doing this podcast, I'll wake up from a dream. And eventually I'll be able to be like, okay, maybe this was this and maybe this was this. But my dreams recently have just been like that. And I'm like, what? <laughs> what is this? It just seemed to be like a big mess of lots of people being there and doing things. Yeah. And also pickles. <laughs> because he loves pickles. I love pickles. <laughs> I love that I was putting spiky things on the table except pickles. It was like you were putting out these tiny baskets and they had like slices of cactus in them and some other thing that I think was meant to be like dragon fruit, but it had spikes. And then at the very back of every basket, you just put a few slices of pickle. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. What? <laughs> and I that don't does know sound why. like me. Like why, Kelsey Grandma? Why the puzzles so the puzzles i don't know if i explained it very well but basically they had done it so like one of them had done the outside of right. the puzzle and then just done like every other row they'd filled in so they were like it was all the puzzle oh. but it was just in stripes and then the other one had done the rest of the puzzle which was obviously just the remaining stripes of it so i was like just put them together you finished the puzzle just put them together, forehead. Just do it. Just finish the puzzle. And then, just I don't know do why it. there's a Professor Layton ride that you had to be a Pokemon. I just... It's like... It's like my brain just, like, took a tour around the house and everything it saw, it was like, I'm going to put you in, I'm going to put yeah, you genuinely, in. genuinely, that's pretty much what it sounds like. It sounds just like everyone had a cameo in this stream. <laughs> Professor Maybe. Layton was there. Maybe because I hadn't there. had dreams in a while, I just had a little bit of a backlog and it was just like, let's just just, just like clear the pipes. Like like I had a, a dream enema. <laughs> this is all the stuff I've cleared through. <laughs> yeah, literally. It's, I don't even know where to start. <laughs> I, I literally don't even know where to start. So were there that. any 
any like specific things that stuck out which could potentially have a meaning of the only thing I, I have in my brain right now is pickles pickles <laughs> um i don't know what would i have even been doing so this was the 6th of january so what's that like over a week ago i don't know what i was thinking a week ago i don't know what i was thinking this morning <laughs> i don't know why <laughs> Kelsey Grammer, like I have been thinking about rewatching Frasier, so maybe he's just been. But I've not been like thinking about it. Like it's crossed my mind, but I've not been like I must do this or anything. Um, I don't know. Like I do find it funny how there was literally like I was at the top of, you know, when you see shots of like people in blocks of flats and they're all yeah like nosing down at stuff that's happening on the street sort of thing and like all the everyone's out on their balcony and stuff and it was like that we were all waiting for Kelsey Grammer and then like I said Will Smith just walks out and I was like oh look it's Will Smith and no one paid him attention it was just like ah, who cares where's Kelsey <laughs> Kelsey Kelsey <laughs> Kelsey <laughs> I don't oh know why it's just very, I, I, I very genuinely strange. don't know where to start or or end or or, or tackle this stream. It it's. I think you're right. I I I do think it's just a big old like, not dreamed in a while. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> <laughs> and there's the whole thing at the beginning about some like love story where I was just personally involved just squeezing in between them like hiya yeah <laughs> you guys like, oh, gonna kiss they're, they're <laughs> kissing and I can't get out and one of them has an itchy coat this is terrible <laughs> <laughs> what would I have been thinking about I don't I was um there was one point before Christmas where my sister was asking about like the vegan view on wool and I was saying like personally I'm quite allergic to wool like I just find it super itchy and uncomfortable anyway so it's never really something I've had to struggle with um mm -hmm. like oh should I wear this shouldn't I because I don't want to wear it anyway but so maybe it was just like that leftover conversation that I was just thinking wool's itchy yeah. anyway wool itchy. <laughs> pickles I hope no one hugs me wearing wool <laughs> Goodness knows. Oh, no. Well, that's my offering for the comfort zone table. <laughs> Thank you for your offering. I'm sorry I couldn't help with it because... No one can. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that could be the question this week. Does anybody know what the hell is happening in Bryony's brain? Please, <laughs> Can anybody someone. help? <laughs> is there any meaning there whatsoever? <laughs> Oh my god! Wait, hang on. What I have about... a feeling this is going to be my dreams for the next few weeks. So buckle up, everyone. <laughs> We're going for a ride. <laughs> oh, dreams of. Here we go, Kelsey Grammer. Dreaming of cactus thorns signifies oh. that you need to strengthen your self-defense mechanism. Others feel that they have to defend themselves regarding your presence. What? What are you going to do to me? Are you going to attack me? Maybe. Huh? With 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 pickles. <laughs> with spiky pickles. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's the this... like maybe the basket represented maybe I feel like other friends have because like I'm comfortable with you, but then there's like not many people that I feel like fully comfortable with. So maybe it was representative of I still I'm on my guard slightly with other people, whereas yeah. you're the soft pickles in I'm my a life. Nice soft pickle <laughs> that you can <laughs> touch all you like. It just the only sacrifice is I will <laughs> smell of pickles afterwards. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the only problem. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I like that. I think we've cracked it. Well done. Perfect. <laughs> Well, as he smells of pickles. <laughs> In conclusion. <laughs> In conclusion. <laughs> I 
just had to dress it up with four minutes of other dream to soften the blow a bit. Oh, no. <laughs> oh. oh, dear. Oh, my God. Shall we hear well. your your gate dream or do you yes, want to save I... it for... Oh, yeah, should we go for it? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. We'll do a quick... Quick, quick one. Um, nice. I don't know what the stream is about, but it's only three minutes long, so it should be fine. Hi, I had a dream the other day that I was in a boarding school. Um, I think for girls, uh, and we were all trying to escape. It was a very horrible place, and we were by the door. And it had a great big iron gate that we couldn't get out of. So we had a plan. They had like a garage with all of the the vans and stuff for the school next to the gate. And we hid up there with a big trolley. And when they opened the gate um, to, to let a van in, we like ran the trolley and let go of it. And it went wheeling off past all the teachers that were trying to stop us. And it got wedged in the gate. So we managed to, I think four of us managed to run out of the gate. And we were like, see you later, nerds. And we got out of there. And we managed to have a car for some reason. I don't know how. But we were in a car. And... We drove up the slope. It was like a tiny slip road out of this school and onto a main road. And we drove up it onto the main road. And we're like, oh my god, we're free. And we're driving for a little while. We loop round. And we come to like a fork in the road. And it's like, oh, do we go left or right? And I thought, I'll go right. So we went right. Turns out it came to a bridge. But the bridge was out. Um, we were like, oh, I think we were going too fast. Um, and we fell down, but it was into a river. Um, but the river was on the school grounds. The bridge went over it. So we'd looped all the way around, fallen off the road, back into the school grounds. And now we were drenched. Um, but it was like, it was a river that ran along, like, the playground almost, so we were like, oh jeez, we gotta get out of this river quick, 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 so we got out, and we just, like, act natural, just hanging out there, soaking wet, and the teachers, like, they came over, and they were like, oh, what do you do, you, you, you escaped, and I was like, what, no, no, I've just been swimming, I've just been swimming. And we got away with it somehow. So a little bit further down this playground, there was... Like, uh, it sort of merged with something else. So there was like a a betting place and they were having races and stuff. Um, and I, I can't really remember anything else, but it was very weird. Very colourful. And we placed a bet on, I think, a pig race. Some piggies. But I don't remember anything else. I feel like there were cheese strings in the dream at some point. But my memory fails me. We'll never know. The end. <laughs> there you go. Cheese strings. Cheese strings. Are we just well, going was... to bed hungry? Is that what's happening? Yeah. <laughs> Also, it's cheese strings, everybody listening, not G-strings, okay? Cheese <laughs> strings. But yeah, I, I I was, while I was listening to that, I remembered everyone eating something while we were driving away, and I thought it was like Mentos or something, but no, maybe it was cheese strings. Maybe we were eating cheese. Um, But yeah, this dream, I, I don't know when I dreamt it versus when I recorded it because it stayed in my brain for a really long time. Yeah. Like it's one of those dreams that I'll just remember now, I think. Um, as soon as as soon as I started listening, it was like I was at a school. I was like, right, I know yeah, I know which dream this was. <laughs> um 
yeah, it's weird. I don't know why I, I I remember it so much. But yeah, there was other stuff too. So the playground with the river running along it, it had like a courtyard which led into this betting area. And mm-hmm. then you went down a little bit further and then there was like the main gate and stuff. Um, it was almost as if there was something else attached to this school. Like there was a different organization, which is why there was like a betting room and stuff. Yeah, and I think stuff happened in the betting room as well, but yeah, I don't remember. I don't remember. I looked up um, bridge, and it yeah. says the bridge is one of the most commonly found images in dreams, and almost invariably indicates the crossing from one phase of life to another. The bridge may be depicted as weak or strong, sturdy or otherwise, which gives an indication of the strength of connection necessary to make changes in the dreamer's life. So I guess the fact that yours was like school. Well, mine wasn't there, the bridge. Oh, yeah. And then we we fell off of it back into the school. So I guess no change. (laughs) It says the symbol of a bridge in a dream signifies the emotional connection between the dreamer and the other people or various parts of their life. Oh. So again, you have no bridge. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. To be fair, it was less a bridge and it was more like a raised motorway. Oh, you know okay. What I mean? Like yeah. it's like almost like a spaghetti junction type spaghetti. road bridge thing. Um, I don't know if you'd count that as a bridge, but yeah, that's kind of what it was like. Um, and then yeah, so the river. Sorry, you go. Are we back into anxiety now? Is this what's happening? Maybe, maybe. <laughs> so yeah, we fell off the bridge. There were four of us, I think. I don't know who the other girls were, but there were four of us. Um, and we fell off of this road slash bridge down through some trees into the river and we were like, okay, okay, we're safe, we're fine, we just need to go. And then we looked up and we were on the school grounds again. It was like, <laughs> no, <laughs> all that effort, no. The, the moral of the story is always go left at a <laughs> good, adventurers good adventurers go, go left. left. And we went right, and that's where we made our big mistake. I guess for me, like, I, my first impression of the dream would be that because of, like, the fork in the road and the school and the bridge and, like, rivers, I think this was probably a, if you're like me, in the week before New Year's, you get very, um, what's the word like you reflect on stuff a lot and you think about decisions Mm. and you think about how you're going to change going forward and like it 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 feels like you're in like a the middle of the past the present and the future very much at that time I feel obviously you always are but I think you think about it a lot more at this time of year so I wonder if it was just you were like processing Decisions you'd made, roads you'd taken, winding rivers yeah, you'd been down, maybe. bridges you'd crossed, like that sort of stuff. Bridges I wonder you'd, if it was if it was yeah, that maybe. pigs you've bet on. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, it it's kind of funny you should say about like the past and stuff, because thinking back to the layout of this school, it's very similar to uh so I, I lived at a pub when I was a kid and the layout is pretty much identical to the outside of that Um, and i never made the connection but thinking back it's very similar so the river would be like where the car park was um and the door going into the betting place was where it was the pool room it was where the snooker table was yeah um and then like around the corner it was like imagine a backwards l so that that was the bottom of the l and then the 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 top of the l was where like the front door was it was where like the rest of the car park was and even the exit to this school it was like up a little ramp and that was what the exit to the car park was like and it was exactly there as well so the layout was exactly the same and i never ever made that connection until Ah. now that's that's quite cool that's that's really cool so that was it was a like a copy of my old my old house or the my old pub that i used to live in I looked up pig and I don't agree with it. 
It says the oh. pig is taken in Western belief to indicate ignorance, stupidity, selfishness, and gluttony. Pigs are really Aww. smart. Pigs are so clever. They like have the same intelligence as I want to say like an eight-year-old. They're like I think I think it's like a four, three or four-year-old maybe. Pigs, something like that. Are smart. Pigs are real clever and they're so lovely. It says the dreamer's better self may be beginning to recognize these unattractive qualities. Without no. such recognition, there can be no transformation or mastery of them. There's also a specific section for pigs and jewels. There is a conflict oh. between the lower urges and spiritual values. Perhaps there is failure to appreciate spiritual values. What? Pigs what? and jewels. How strange. Pigs and jewels. I, I still think that this book was written by an AI. <laughs> <laughs> could to be honest. Half the stuff yeah. it comes out with is like, excuse me? <laughs> Oh my gosh, I just looked across and it says the mole is often taken to represent the powers of darkness. <laughs> <gasps> Not the mole. The mole. <laughs> the mole. <laughs> so yeah, that was that was my dream. I don't know what it meant, but yeah. I feel like it made more sense it, pretty cool. than my dream. <laughs> I think your interpretation was pretty good though, like just like reflecting on stuff. Yeah, I think it's just like that. Just like the, very much that time of year feels like yeah. a crossroad yeah, in itself because you have that like, what am I going to do next year? What am I going to change next year? And um, I feel like that week is quite magical in a way because I feel like as someone who doesn't often have a lot of self-belief, the sheer amount of self-belief I have in the week building up to New Year's is astounding because I'm like, yeah. I'm going to do this and I'll do this and I'll do this every day and this every week and I'm going to be amazing. <laughs> I'm going to do so much stuff. Which no. is a really bad way to look at it. Like you should do slow improvements throughout the year. You shouldn't put too much on yourself. But I do it every year. I'm like, this is it. This is the year yep. I'm going to be, I'm going to do hot girl shit. <laughs> oh girl shit this is the year of briny and then we're what 13 days into the year and it's i've worn like, pajamas every day i've not left the house in three days i'm <laughs> 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 just there with like i've literally got an entire packet's worth of pistachio shells on my desk and i'm like hot girl shit <laughs> this is my year <laughs> I made a new TikTok that's about as productive as I have been. That's more productive than me, honestly. <laughs> and I made a joke that amused myself. So that, you know, it's good going. <laughs> I made myself laugh. <laughs> I was watching telly and there was an advert for, um, you know, the holiday company Ho Seasons? No, <laughs> there's, a, there's a I think they just like you get like hosies and brochures I think they do like they're sort of like um, they rent Ho holiday season. properties and stuff and the advert came up and I turned to Alex and I went forget my slut era I'm in my hosies <laughs> <laughs> and that's that's how productive I've been this year I love it. <laughs> I'm just imagining you saying that with a mouthful of pistachios. <laughs> I was crunching on a pistachio. You know when you get one that only has like the tiniest little crack, it's not good to pry apart. And I was crunching mm -hmm. it with my teeth and I was like, I'm going to break my teeth. I'm going to break my teeth. But I carried on. I didn't break my teeth. It was fine. But Persevered. because I broke my tooth on um, popcorn last year, I was like, I should probably be being more careful. But you don't need to because you're in your hoe season. I'm in my hoe season. She says, covered in pistachio crumbs, singing, <laughs> Didn't I do it for you? <laughs> we do it for you. <laughs> so the other day, midstream, I looked down at my keyboard and there was just like a massive lump of chocolate stuck next to my W key. And I was like, I'm just going to get this out. And I was like... There's all of my, you know, we've got a few friends who are like, I've decided this is the year I'm going to start my OnlyFans because they're all like these glamorous, beautiful people. Beautiful. And then there's me like trying to work out so I can like my little lump of chocolate so I can wasder more easily. <laughs> <laughs> 
And the only reason I was using my keyboard was because I've got gamer thumbs from playing too much Hades and my hands hurt now. So I was like, I can't play a controller game today because <laughs> of my decrepit thumbs. Who wants to see oh me on OnlyFans? <laughs> Who wants to look at my messed up thumbs on OnlyFans? <laughs> Only thumbs. <laughs> It's gonna be my Jesus year. Christ. Yeah, it's my year. <laughs> it's my whole season. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Well, well, on that note. On that note. Thank you everyone for joining us again. I hope you all had thank you everyone. marvelous festive seasons and, and happy yeah, so new year. Happy new year. The happiest of new years. And uh, thank you, Kirsty. It's been thank lovely. Thank you, Bryony. It's been a <laughs> delicious dreams. It's a delicious endeavor. Mmm. <laughs> Yum. Um, we're hoping this year, as a podcast resolution, to uh, get a few little guests on as well. We've got a, a couple, couple of lined little, up. Little guests. Just so you can have a little break from us for, for a bit. <laughs> yeah. Well, we've just had a little break, so they're going to have to deal with us for a while. That's true. We've come kicking and screaming back into their ear holes now. Mm-hmm. Yay! Talking about pickles. <laughs> well, thank you, everyone. Well, well, well. Have thank lovely, you so much, everyone. Sweet dreams. Sweetest of dreams. And, uh, and we'll see you all next time. Until next time. Bye-bye for now. Until next time. Bye-bye.